good afternoon, good morning, or indeed good bloody, well, evening to everybody listening, or indeed watching over on YouTube. This is the Switch Island, and this is the Switch Island Guide 2, and I am joined this week by some absolutely fantastic looking chaps over on his new webcam. It's at Benji Kong. Ben, how you doing, mate? You okay? I'm good, I'm looking good. Coming slick, to you in HD, slick. baby. God, apologies damn. to anyone watching. Apologies, I know. yeah, I'm good. Thanks, Dan. Yeah, you're aging a bit there, mate. Uh, uh, over to someone else who's aging at Smark Tweeter. How you doing, Smark? You okay, yeah. mate? Uh, aging by the minute, mate. Listening oh. to you guys. No, it's have all good. You, Loving it. Thank you. Have you have you recovered since um, spoilers beating us yesterday on Mario and Smario? <sighs> I the excitement. I, I, and I've had a special Mario and Smario this evening with Ben as well with the Talk Nintendo Ooh. lads oh. and um, spoilers. Actually, I won't say what happened. You have to listen to their yeah. episode. Spoilers. spoilers. Spoiling everything, Mark. I know. I know. And, uh, and, and speaking of spoiling everything, uh, so we've got our other <laughs> friend on, which is, which is uh, our mate Rich at Dreamcast Barber. How you doing, mate? You okay? Good. I can, I can go if you want me to. It's fine. I don't mind. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like you actually want to there. I'm a little bit concerned. We're not holding you against your will. <laughs> you can leave uh, at any point. <laughs> thanks. Um, so uh, we're actually discussing something quite important tonight Ben I think if you're uh, if you're interested in giving guys a bit of a rundown on what we're doing uh, yes so following on from our Switch Island guide to the messenger we have broadened our horizons to uh, from a small indie game to an entire company <laughs> and we are presenting the Switch Island guide to Sega yep. not Sega or not, not PlayStation uh, which is the no. t-shirt I'm wearing, so I might need to... Exactly. And well, that's way. why we've brought uh, Rich on board as some outside help, uh, as someone... As a, are you a, is, it, is it a qualified Sega historian, is that right? I've got the uh, certificate, yeah. The nice. And it's a consult- it's in storage. consultancy <laughs> money's going his way after this. <laughs> I've got a certificate. I've got a third, but yeah, I can talk about it. It's absolutely <laughs> fine. So um, I think the format's pretty straightforward. I think we're just going to talk through it and then ask any sort of questions that we want. Cross-examine Rich, make him feel under pressure. Probably talk some shit. Um, so I think <laughs> the first point is just where did our love affair with Sega start? Uh, Rich, I'm not going to come to you first, mate. I'm going to go over to Mark, just to put him on his toes. But Mark, where, where was your love affair with Sega? What was the first Sega game you played? Uh my love affair with Sega started with uh, that game Sega 1 and then I played Sega 2, <laughs> the return of the Sega um, and then there's like some sort of hedgehog game or like some sort of spiky mole rat I think but I, honestly it's such a deep love that it's difficult to talk about it Mark okay. are you just hazing me seriously <laughs> <laughs> Do you want more yeah, info? I love how I've got that more insight. Legit was your answer there. Like we we need an answer to that, mate. What was your what was your first game? Come on, be serious. No, I, I, <laughs> I'm sorry. Mate. I don't. One. I don't honestly know what uh, it would be. Know. I'm afraid. I I've I've done zero prep. All I was going to do was ask rich questions. Absolutely terrible. Absolutely <laughs> terrible. I, I don't know what my my first. Well, Sega I remember game playing was. Sonic. That was my first. Ben, yeah. come on, mate. Dig me out. Yeah, Sonic. Sonic as well. Sonic. <laughs> Rich. Well, Sonic, yeah. my That's that's where it started. I think that's probably the case for most people. My, I don't have a... I might have vague memories of uh, Alex Kidd on the Master System. I never owned that, but um, I might have played that on someone else's. But the first Sega game that I owned would have been Sonic the Hedgehog. Actually, can I have another go? I know what mine is now. 
<laughs> no, you had your chance. Damn it. I've done a, sen- I've I've done a sensible answer. Yeah. Go on, Mark. Golden Axe. <laughs> Golden Axe, of course. Was. Uh, I'm rich. Come on, mate. What was it? <sighs> it was Sonic, unfortunately. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm just copying you guys. I, I don't know. I haven't got a real answer. No, it was Sonic. Um, yeah. So yeah, no I had, shame in that. I had other games as well, but that was the first game I actually ever put in my Mega Drive. So. Mm. Yeah, so my uncle had a Mega Drive. Um, I remember playing a variation of some sort of James Bond game on there. And then, why are you laughing? And is, this that, is, it, let's say, is it that other uncle? That is it the license to kill? Must be. <laughs> <laughs> it was, but now, I don't know why Ben's laughing. But I can kind of assume why he is as well. So I think we need to move on quickly. So just remember, it was Alex Kidd, the game where you didn't have to... It was already pre-built into the Mega Drive. Is that right? That was in the Master, in the master System. In the Master System, because I remember playing that on the Master System as well. So I think mm. that was accurate. Um, okay, so that's interesting. I'd say it's a good starting point, so I'm presuming it was Mega Drive that we all kind of started off with. It wasn't yeah. it? Yeah? Yes, indeed. Yeah, yeah. Mark? Yeah, I mean, the Master System was rubbish, wasn't it? It was pretty pony compared to the NES. I don't think there was any real mm. competition. It was. To be, you know... To be fair, at the point, Rich, call me, call me out if I'm wrong. Yeah, it was definitely no. I, I did prefer the NES. I won't lie. So yeah, yeah. not doing very well here, Rich. Good, we've, Come on, mate. we've turned him already. <laughs> oh <laughs> God, we <laughs> don't take very long. <laughs> um, yeah, take us ship. <laughs> do we want to? Um, <laughs> Rich is wearing a Dreamcast T-shirt, by the way. That's so exciting. Um, just defending d- like those it. people who are li- just listening to the audio version, but um. Uh, we should probably explain for the any US listeners what the uh, alternate names are for these consoles we're talking about. True. Yeah. What was the alternate name of the Master System? That would have been the... Um, it was the Sega Mark Three. Yeah, it would be. Yeah. Okay. Master <laughs> System versus the world. In, in Japan, it was the Sega Mark Three. Right. So it wasn't the first of the consoles. Um, the first console Sega released was the uh, the SG one thousand, and then there was a follow up to that, a bit more of an upgrade, the uh, SG one thousand Mark II, okay, and then the Sega Mark three came out after that. But we know it's the Master System. And why? Why do you know the reason for the name changing? I actually don't know that one. No, I won't lie. Because <laughs> it is interesting that the console. I mean, I know with the Famicom and the NES. You know that's Japan and then the West, but and I guess in the America it was the Famicom as well, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, it's yeah. weird that they do that. I think yeah. it's more because we internationally there wasn't really any presence of the SG models, so to have them come out would have been a bit confusing, especially with their Mark Two, Mark Three. So they just gave it a brand new name. Yeah. But I okay. think the SG One Thousand only really got released in like Japan and like Taiwan, I believe. Okay. I mean, but growing up, I remember, like, there wasn't such a presence, especially at the Mega Drive level. Uh, at that no. state, there wasn't such a SNES presence uh, among my friends. They all, had, everyone had mm. Mega Drives. I don't know how that was for yeah. you guys. Yeah, well, they, they, uh, it was huge. Sega just nailed the marketing for the Mega Drive, basically, yeah. didn't they? As well, for the UK, one, definitely. Yeah, well, for the UK and the US. Is that, is that to right? To a large extent as well. Okay. Like, I think the, more so over here, mm. I think we had, yeah, 90% of my friends would have had a Mega Drive over a Super Nintendo. Mm. Mm. But I think, it, I think it, my understanding of it was fairly even in the US it, it, during that era. 
don't know. I remember at least early on the distribution of like the NES in America was a bit weird. It was kind of like almost state by state. It was hard to get a hold of. Mm. Some markets, well, some states, it wasn't as available as it was in others. And Sega yeah. basically attacked that. They went and branded it and rolled it out and made it easier to get a hold of. They marketed it with the whole um, Genesis does what Nintendo don't slogan. They just went yeah. for the throat, basically. And it was, yeah. and we didn't actually say it was called the Genesis. In, um... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's that's such a rubbish name compared to Mega Drive. The Genesis. It makes me think Mega- of Phil Collins, and that's the worst thing. So. <laughs> and uh, Mega Drive is such an an American sounding name as well. It's just bizarre that they go with something biblical rather than you know something cool. Strange. Yeah, and, and and it not being the first console like. The Genesis suggested it's the beginning, but yeah, weird. Yeah, weird. Yeah. Fun fact about the Mega Drive, though, because um, in uh, Korea, where there was a ban on um, Japanese goods, imported Japanese goods, um, right. Samsung actually licensed it and produced it for the market. Right, okay. and uh, they actually released it as the Super Game Boy. <laughs> Did they really? <laughs> True. <laughs> True story. That's even better. Like, I know they were going for the jugular in America, yeah. but they, really, they didn't even do that. They just pissed on the grave as well yeah. when they went over to... Uh, yeah, I like it. I Later like it. renamed it as the Super Aladdin Boy, which is weird, though. Super Aladdin Boy? Yeah, I know. Yeah. It's a bit strange. <laughs> I know. don't know why. It's just, yeah, that happened. So. I, know. I know. Very strange, very strange. So really, then, I think it's... We've spoke about the first game that we played, but when did it really get going for us in Sega? You know, what was the game that co- captured your imaginations? Um, I think that's a good place for yourself, Rich, because I know you're, you're, you're more the resident expert on this, but when did it cement your, your love affair with Sega? I think from the beginning, really, with Sonic the Hedgehog, because that had such... Mm. It was such a, a big moment for me. It was the first console I owned. I mean, it was the first game I really played. Prior to that, it was playing on my sister's Commodore Plus 4. Hmm. That was the only real gaming experience I had. And I think from the very beginning, I'd had it for the... Got it on the Christmas of 91, playing Sonic, playing um, Mega Games Collection. Columns was a big one for me. And Super Hang On, definitely. Hmm. So I think it was pretty much from the off, really. But Sonic, because I've always been a Sonic fan, so I think that left, that made that first impression. Yeah. Nice. I think for me, um, if I remember rightly, what was the fighter that was on the Dreamcast? The Virtua Fighter? Was it Virtua Fighter? Soul Calibur? Or might have been Soul oh, Calibur. Oh, Dreamcast. I'm, I'm still in the Mega Drive, sorry. Yeah, no, Soul no. Calibur. He doesn't know anything. <laughs> Why did you get him? Oh, man, you're an embarrassment. <laughs> Uh, yes, Soul Calibur. A friend Soul had Soul Calibur. Yeah, no, I yeah. remember seeing it on there, and it was just so much <laughs> different. I'd wanted the Dreamcast for oof, like a couple of couple of months just before in the run up to Christmas, and it was just so expensive. Um, was it five hundred <laughs> quid? Am I, I'm remembering that right. That's the Saturn. Was the Dreamcast was one hundred ninety nine at launch? Okay, so maybe Saturn not was then. like four hundred and fifty. It was yeah, the Saturn was crazy. No, it was definitely Dreamcast I wanted, but I think I just got an N sixty four. Um, yeah. I think unbeknownst to what my parents picked me up a PlayStation for Christmas and they're like you little fucker you're not getting anything else sunshine you've got enough I used to have that conversation like, every like few months like oh, yeah. I'm going to trade mm. this one in now you just got it I know but this one's out and it's just take it oh, to Electronics Boutique and trade it in please I didn't even know about trading at that point <laughs> I, was, I was still at the, at the kind of 
pinnacle of gaming, which was you had a game for a year and you were lucky if your nan went down to like the charity shop and picked you up a couple in the sale for 50p. Um, or you'd trade one with a friend and you'd have that for like a couple of weeks or a couple of months or whatever it would be. But mm. yeah, so um, Soul Calibur, absolutely, I think, blew me away when I saw it on the Dreamcast. And that's when I was like, yeah, Sega's, Sega's the one. Um, yeah. How about yourself, Ben? Yeah, I think that era as well. Um, definitely, the it would be something from the Dreamcast era. I had I had the Mega Drive and the Saturn. Hmm. I sold my Super Nintendo for to get a Saturn, Ooh. which is the the greatest <laughs> mistake of my life, and uh, it's almost bringing me to tears talking about it. <laughs> um, but yeah, and the, and the Saturn was cool. But the Dreamcast. I mean, I've got I've got a few games here off the top of my head though. Uh, Shenmue was probably the one that made me go wow this is different this is like they're pushing the limit of what I would expect a game to be mm. it's the first time a game kind of did that it felt op it's not an open world game whatsoever but at that time it felt like oh what so I have to go and get a job and <laughs> go and collect weird things it's just yeah that was that was a magical game to play through mm. strange yeah. come on Mark Give us a sensible answer. I, I, mate, I've got very, <laughs> again, I've got very little to say. Uh, I didn't play any, any of these games, I'm afraid, so I've got nothing. The only, um, uh, what was the fighting game you just mentioned? Not Virtual Fighter, the other one. Soul Calibur. I played Soul, Soul Calibur 3 on the GameCube, but that's as close as I've got. <laughs> well, that, that, that Namco game, yeah, right, thanks. Right, sorry about that, guys. I've got, I've got, I was such a Nintendo fanboy that I wouldn't have gone near any of the other consoles with a with a barge pop I'm afraid I didn't I, I, I reluctantly wow. bought a PS2 just because I wanted to play Ico and then I basically got a couple of other games as a consequence of that um, but that that was that's it I'm sorry I've got nothing to say <laughs> it's, all, it's all making sense now Mark. but yeah, I want to hear from fucking useless. yeah I am useless for this I wasn't <laughs> expecting to be put on the spot about it but <laughs> I wanted to um get rich's take on what games like should i play like i I'm, I'm completely willing to just say i no longer have that feeling that was like in my youth i i want to appreciate all the companies for what they are and i don't have that uh, antipathy towards them so what games should i get and play on the on the switch which games have held up from the back history you know and, and then what games um are they still releasing that i should play so it's kind of like a two-part question then what is what exists on the switch at the moment that Mark should play from the Sega back catalogue and then what would you like I guess port it over to the Switch well I know um, Mark loves RPGs as much as I do but fantasy stars on Sega Ages and people do rave about that so mm. I've not played it I won't lie because I don't do RPGs but <laughs> <laughs> that's um, yeah that's a that's definitely a peak game I remember I've, playing yeah, fantasy star religiously yeah he, lo he loves that yeah yeah, Outrun's fantastic though. I mean that's on Sega yeah. Ages on mm. sale at the moment. I got it for like four quid. And that's just Yeah, if you like Horizon Chase last. Turbo, Mark. That's, that's true, and that's one of its biggest uh, influences, I think. Outrun. Exactly. So, yeah, that's exciting. Yeah. You know that Or uh, Football Manager twenty nineteen. Oh, that's <laughs> technically a Sega game. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> There's actually I mean it's not a lot of titles under the Sega Ages banner at the moment. I mean obviously they've got Sonic the Hedgehog as well, but you get that under the uh, Mega Drive collection. So I, I've heard that the Ages games that are on the Mega Drive collection, uh, they run a bit better in the Ages versions. Have, have you found they that? They are 
they are a better um, emulation. Yeah, it's a company called um, I think it's M2 that do the ports, do the emulation, and they add extra bells and whistles, so mm. new music, stuff like that, really. So they are better. People always rave about Sega Rages, but I don't have an issue with the ports that are on um, Mega Drive Classics either. It's so is that the same M2 that worked on Sega games in the past? Uh, I don't know. Did they do Virtuous Tennis? Uh, that was, I've definitely heard the game, mm. the, was, the name M2. Before. There was a studio. There was AM2 that did a lot of Sega stuff. Oh, yeah, I know. It's easy mistake to make. Sometimes <laughs> yeah. I forget. So that's confusing. I know. I know. So, would you recommend the the Mega Drive collection then? On yeah, you know, out, out of all the games, rather than individually picking out the yeah, definitely because the ages games. Still, I mean, the Sega Ages is only about three or four titles at the moment. That's about it total mm. are there more planned do you know not that i've heard at the moment i mean they st- initially when they announced they'll bring an ages collection to the switch they were talking about saturn games and dreamcast games that's yeah. as much as i know about what's in the future and that's what i'm looking forward to more than anything i mean i've kind of got my feel with the mega drive stuff i think you yeah. know the classic collection actually mm. covers it it's like 53 games in there you don't really need much more and what are your favorites from from that collection um, oh man, I mean, definitely one game I've really kind of discovered all over again is um, Gunstar Heroes. Okay. That is mm. a blast. It's just a great, like, a run and gun game. I want, what I want from you, maybe after this, is just like the top five games that you think from that, 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 that I will enjoy playing from that, and I will pick it up, and I'm just going to dive into it and, and, and get some experience of some Sega titles from the history, just so I. Don't feel so uh, such a philistine about it. Definitely, definitely. So where, yeah, cool. Where? What's the consensus of when did I actually go wrong for Sega as a hardware producer? Really, as the NES started to outsell the Mega Drive, and they decided that to prolong Mega Drive's life, they had to start releasing a million and one things to basically bolt onto Mega Drive to. Um, basically elongate its life they did the 32x the mega cd mm-hmm. it just created a lot of consumer confusion it was just there was so many different things they were releasing for mega drive that people didn't know whether they were hardware or not they didn't know if they needed to have the mega drive to run it if they were a separate it's basically the wii u basically mm, yeah. <laughs> people thought it was an add-on they didn't realize it was a new console um but in this case it was obviously vice versa um they were still releasing stuff and Mega Drive was on the shelves when the Saturn was out as well so it was just mm. saturation people didn't know what to buy what worked with what and it just became confusing they just flooded the market with add-ons and games and yeah mm. didn't they um, bring forward the release of the Saturn as well because they were afraid of the PlayStation yeah because they announced the E3 and they basically announced oh it's out now they yeah. just announced yeah. on the stage. It was basically mental. Yeah, yeah it's a little bit silly. <laughs> yeah, and the retailers <laughs> were pissed because they had yeah. no plans. No plans for inventory. They didn't know when shipments were coming, and that kind of was a death knell for Sega as well. They lost yeah. um, faith in you know retailers. Well, because all that goodwill that they'd built up during the Mega Drive era. Yeah. Because obviously Nintendo being Nintendo, they'd put retailers' noses out of joint left right and center but sega were like yep yeah, no how much stock do you need we'll get it to you fine and appeasing all the like the brick and mortar shops and everything um but then to just drop that on retailers 
I think some was it like Walmart or someone like that refused to stock it yeah. on principle, or, or some some huge retailer was just like, no, we're not even going to have that. Yeah. Not not to mention that it was overpriced in the first place, and basically the same tech from the 32x. Mm. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, I don't know about the 32x part, but yeah, you're right about the Walmart. I'm absolutely positive. Yeah. But, yeah. but it was a good console. I enjoyed it. Yeah, I mean, I, I never owned the uh, the Saturn. I had a friend that had one who was obsessed with it. I mm. won't lie, I waited for the PlayStation to kill me. Uh, but, <laughs> that's fine. So, Sensible. Yeah. So, you know, I had some good. I remember playing uh, yeah Sega Rally on the Saturn. Just being able to play an arcade game at home was, yeah. again, pretty amazing at the time. I mean, the and their arcade games are, were. Their arcade yeah. ports have been superb. Well, still are, aren't they? So I mean, yeah. I don't want to fast forward too much, but Sega Sammy is it now? Yeah, they Sammy Sammy um. It's Pachenko, is it? Sammy Group. Yeah, they basically bought Sega back in like the mid two thousands, I believe. Yeah. Sammy Enterprises, that's it. Yeah, yeah. So Sega Sammy and then Atlas falls underneath that brand, yeah, that group, it's and it's pretty big, man. It's still like the fifth or sixth biggest gaming company in. in you know, in the world, so it's it's huge. I mean, in in Japan, Sega are, you know, they're still they've got a presence. They have Sega Worlds, mm. kind of like Namco has here. Um, you know, and there's just arcades, massive arcades. I went to one in Sapporo, and it was just you walk in, and it's like Sega are the biggest company in the world. Yeah, because it's just cabinet after cabinet <laughs> of brilliant Sega games. And then you get home here, and it's like, oh, do they even exist anymore? Strange, it's isn't sad. it? Bizarre. Mm. So just um, arcades in general. I mean, they're just dead. They are in the UK, especially. Uh, I mean, super, super sad. And then <laughs> the weirdest segue ever. But like after watching Wreck It Ralph and like Wreck It Ralph too, and you'll see like still the fondness for them. Um, but you'll still see quite a lot of. It, I hate using the term hipster, but popular joints in America, like San Francisco, and there's like huge, great malls with like you know fifty or sixty. Um, different machines in there and they're all up to date games and it looks super fun but mm. the closest experience we've got is like a shitty little bowling alley maybe with a <laughs> Virtua Fighter and um, with, uh, or the the old Simpsons arcade yeah, yeah, yeah it's in every every arcade yeah. or chip shop or whatever it's just yeah it was absolutely awful uh, but also brilliant at the same point so we've kind of spoke, spoke about the Saturn and the demise there and a little bit of let's say confusion that happened with Sega so it moves us on to the Dreamcast so ah the Dreamcast yeah so <laughs> just remind me like what was the build up what was the hook with the Dreamcast why was it so different for people because I just remember wanting one I think from the off they pushed the fact that it had connectivity online online yeah. browsing surfing gaming it was still around that time the internet in terms of just households was mm. still quite niche and it was quite exciting um, and that that was a big hook for them. Um, the fact that it was they were pushing the fact they had arcade perfect ports. Yeah. It was using the uh, Naomi board from their arcade machines. Mm. So you're looking at perfect ports of House of the Dead and Daytona and Crazy Taxi. So yeah, it was powerful. They were the, oh. I think they were the first company to really push that. I mean, they did it with the Mega Drive as well, with the uh, blast processing <laughs> yeah. as part of their marketing spiel. But the Dreamcast was actually, I think, the most powerful console at the yeah, time. Definitely, there are still and, games um, that I like, genuinely hold up now graphically. Mm. Like 
yeah <laughs> crazy taxi does to me um i think it, it captures um like the aesthetic of the 90s so so well um yeah. and just the music to it's absolutely awesome and i adore that game oh man even before tony game. hawks came and i know we're probably going to touch on that at some point but the likes that tony hawks came out it was such a good precursor to those games because it had the attitude to it yeah <laughs> there we go <laughs> just uh holding up crazy taxi there yeah. just for the youtube, that's YouTube, it, that's YouTube. It. have you got have game? you got jet set radio because i always wanted to get that I actually bid for that on eBay last night and lost it. So How much I'm did trying you go to for? get that. You had to bring Sorry it up, Mark. It was going for about seven quid, which was crazy. It was perfect oh, okay. condition as well. It wasn't even like wow. some little plastic sleeve. It was an actual case. And the case was actually one piece as well, which is more than could be said for most uh, Dreamcast cases. They're pretty right. crap. The flimsiest they plastic you could imagine. Just give us a jewel Such case a... like America has. It's perfect. Yeah, it's it would nice. be really nice to idea. see this game get a... Um, I think Jet Set Radio would fit really nicely on Switch. There's yeah. something about the vibe that fe- felt like a bit Splatoon-y. The, it was like one of the first games that did um, cell shading, and I just love the right. idea of cell shading yeah. on, the, on the Switch screen. Like, playing yeah. Akami recently, it just really pops. It looks, it looks beautiful. Well, I played the um, Jet Set Radio 2 recently. Oh, yeah. It's called Spider-Man. Yeah, it's uh, pretty much the same oh, wow. game, but just in 4K. It was gorgeous. <laughs> I walked into that one. <laughs> uh, yeah, you did. Yeah, of course you did. Um, yeah, oh, wow. I like that. No, no. To be fair, it is Insomniac, isn't it? It's the same developer. Uh, yeah. I'm pretty sure um, it is. I'm pretty sure because they did not Ratchet & Clank, the other one. Uh, no, no. Jet Set uh, Radio was developed by Smilebit. That's the one. So you are saying right you yeah. keep talking there because I'm going to prove a point here because I'm sure the people that did Jet Set Radio also did Spider-Man Jet Set I just, Radio this is all just in Somnia my, in did, my um, head you know, it's just yeah. are you guys it's amazing talking? it's like watching Rain Man <laughs> just <laughs> in so many ways <laughs> yeah in all the ways there's people actually genuinely shouting at me now oh no it's Sunset Overdrive and that was Insomniac balls there we go Sunset yep. Overdrive though yeah, I always forget about um, small bit. I think the one Sega division I always remember is Hitmaker because I used to have it as a uh, password for IT at school. Oh, really? Uh, yeah. <laughs> you don't, you don't still use that, though, do you? Um, maybe I do. <laughs> yeah, for my banking and. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> What's your uh, mother's maiden name again, Rich? <laughs> <laughs> the last three digits on the back of your card. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so uh, okay, so oh, Michael Jackson's Moonwalker. I just googled the top ten Sega top games. Course. I remember, yeah, <laughs> that's a very good point. <laughs> Actually, watched that yesterday. Uh, Michael Jackson's Moonwalker. That was such a good game. Mainly the music in it was banging, but just the uh, the, it's the game where you. Uh, it. I know, it's yeah. the game where you rescue it? tied up children. Oh, that's terrible. It's <laughs> <laughs> not taken oh, very well. Okay. <laughs> Don't say it on the podcast. Isn't, People uh, might not know yet. Isn't Michael Jackson the reason why Sonic Three isn't on? The Mega Drive that's, that's a bit of an urban legend because um, he was working on that game and then obviously all the controversy came out Sega kind mm. of distanced themselves but I think before that even really happened they'd already kind of gone their separate ways so right. it's still a bit of a grey area there's no is it kind of a licensing issue or something yeah. like that it's, it, otherwise why wouldn't it be on that yeah, so I know he worked on it. But I don't think it's licensing because I mean, you listen to some of the music now. There is a strong Michael Jackson vibe from some of the songs in Sonic Three. <laughs> if you play them backwards, it's just like, yeah. "Come here, I've got Dairy Lee." Jesus, Jesus. <laughs> oh Do God. you want some Smarties? 
<laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sonic 3 was my favourite Sonic game until now, so thanks for that. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> I forgot what I was saying now. <laughs> yeah, Dreamcast <laughs> games. Yeah. That, that was it, wasn't it? Uh, yeah, what, what Dreamcast games would you like to see ported over to Switch? Oh, well, it was actually Space Channel 5, but that is Michael Jackson in it as well, so it's <laughs> <evil. laughs> Oh, God. This poor console. <laughs> <laughs> Never stood a chance. No. And it goes on the internet as well, so it just gets wet. There's in the top fridge. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> You've been rehearsing this, seriously. Oh, uh, yeah. Mm. Okay. Um... But yeah, what what other other than any Michael Jackson affiliated games, <laughs> what would you like to see? Do you want to play with me? <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, Jesus! Oh, oh, crazy. Crazy. I try, I try and stay away from any. There's no Gary Glitter games or anything like that on the Sega. You're a starter rip into. There actually is a Jet Set Radio Two. I've just found out. I think we're going to say Gary Clayton. Just. I love Mark's just mind blown with any of these. <laughs> well, I, I didn't know. It's on Xbox. Just, just the Radio revelation Future. of a sequel. Future, ah, yes. Of course there is. Yes, Future. Smile yeah, bit yeah, as well, nice. mate. Yeah. Oh, there you go. There you go. Wasn't something. Like I tried to make a mistake. But good thing. So, yeah, come on. What Dreamcast games are we porting over? What's, what's coming over first other than well. Jet Set? I think one definitely. And this is down to Capcom getting off their asses. Power Stone definitely. Oh, yes. Yes. One and two. Yeah, two is, is better really. So just mm, do both mm. of them. Do a do a collection. Yeah. Tell me about Power Stone. I've never heard of it. Basically, it's a. You could say it's almost like Dreamcast's nearest thing to Smash, really, like a three D arena fighting game. Okay. Yeah. But not only do you have like special attacks, but you have, you can use objects as well, so you can throw tables and chairs and. Bombs. And it's then, kind of on a isometric view, yeah, isn't it? Yeah, Which basically. Is strange to imagine, but to play it. Yeah. It's very, very good. But in each awesome. battle, you actually, um, different colour power stones appear in the stage, and if you or your opponent collects, I think it's three of them, you become like supercharged, you have like super attack. So, yeah, it's very much like Smash in a way. It would fit really well yeah. on Switch, actually. Like, of, of all the games, mm. that would be... Doing four-player with Joy-Cons would be great on the little yeah. screen. Yeah. Cool. Good shout. So, what um, else? my shout would be Crazy Taxi, just as a part on there, because I would love to play that game again. What was the Simpsons yeah. one? Hit and Run? Yeah. Uh, yeah. That, that was yeah. as well. That was such a good game. What, what, what else would you like, Rich? What else would be taken? Um... Uh, can I can I put a vote in for Choo Choo Rocket? I was literally oh, about to say Choo Choo Rocket. Yeah, I was going to say <laughs> yeah. that that, that, so, that with with so the perfect. Jet Set Radio that and Power Stone they do look perfect for Switch. Yeah, yeah. Choo Choo downside, which Rocket. I really wanted this. Choo Choo Rocket. It's such you know you can play it with touch controls hmm. portably. You could have four Joy Cons, have four people playing it. it yeah, it would just be perfect. I know they've put it on it mobile the, and stuff. It's like on that. GBA, GBA, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. What is it? So yeah. It is. Uh, it's basically you're guiding, you're, you're placing arrows onto certain tiles to try and guide mice into a, a rocket, yeah. so they can escape. So they can escape yeah, from these cats. Yeah, yeah. And there's cats walking around trying to eat them. Yeah, it's a bit. It's a bit like Pac-Man-y sort of, but with multiplayer mm. elements. Oh, yeah, I've seen that artwork. And it's yeah. su- it's like a, a bit hallucinogenic sort of simple and there's like yeah. a puzzle mode in it it's yeah it, it again perfect for switch it's a cliche but it would mm. be 
gets perfect. Gets pretty frantic in multiplayer as well. You've got someone else dropping arrows as well, and then everyone's mice are just going in all different directions. The cats are going in different directions, and it's just, uh, yeah, gets a bit crazy. Do these games yeah. hold up well? graphically as well. Chuchu was very simple. I mean, I, mm. funnily enough, I mean, the one thing I remember most about that game is that it was free on the Dreamcast because um, if you was registered to a Dream Arena, like the online service, you actually mm. filled out... I forget if you filled out a little registration card or if it was because you was actually already online and registered. Sega actually shipped a copy to your house for yeah. free. Okay. Yeah, cause it was the first mm. online game, so they tried to roll it out to really get people on board using the online service. And it was a very lag-friendly game as well. It was, yeah, it was very simple. So, are we are we talking broadband there, or was it still fifty-six k? Oh, well, it was a fifty-six k, but the modem on the Dreamcast was a thirty-three point six k. Right. Whoa. <laughs> nice. I don't think we actually ever got the broadband adapter. There was actually because the the modem was detachable, so you could actually buy a, a different broadband adapter and basically replace the modem. But. I, don't think it came out of here. I'm pretty sure it went as far as the US. Never actually saw the UK. Tim's still mm. quite interested by it just because I remember fucking about with Pokemon Yellow, I think, on a floppy disk. <laughs> Jesus. And, and just remember having to play that from a floppy disk and being like, this is amazing. This is graphically incredible. But then also seeing the Dreamcast come out. But just the franticness of having to unplug and plug the 56K modem every single time and then it just well what I presumed would, would swear at me a bit like Mark at the moment um, okay so we've got a Dreamcast games that were taken with us um, what kind of happened next with Sega because I think this is where I kind of stopped well I was just going to sorry Dan but before we move on I was just going to go because we had a few game selections from uh, some some other islanders okay. and the community oh. at large so our very own sticky sticky steve um, never heard of him says donald duck quack shot and you you back him up on that one right rich definitely i mean i think like i said in one of the comments i think any disney game is welcome i mean i know it's more i think it was better on the super nintendo but like aladdin, aladdin was, was amazing awesome. yeah aladdin was amazing yeah. So yeah, definitely. Um, yeah. Castle of Illusion, all that stuff. It's Do you great. know what... Um, so N64 Josh says General Chaos. I've never heard of that. Do you know that? General Chaos, General Chaos. I was unsure if he was just describing this podcast or giving us a name. <laughs> Potentially the following. Both work, both work. Yeah. Do you I know... Remember General right? Chaos. I just want to oh. back, back a little bit here while we're all thinking about General Chaos. I've just discovered there is a game that's on the Switch that's like Choo Choo Rocket. Is it really? It's it's exact. It's like it looks exactly the same, except with obviously HDified. It's with cats and mice. It's the same game basically, and it's called. Is it a Metrovania? It's not. It's not. (laughs) It's going to be. I really wish it was. It's It's called Darkest Dungeon. There is there is actually a cat based (laughs) Metrovania, but I forgot what it's called. I'll get back to you on that. This is called Blobcat. What Blobcat? It came out in August 2018. That rings a bell. Yeah, and it strongly modelled itself after uh, Choo Choo Rocket. Check it out. Right. Okay. Uh, look at that. Strongly modelled itself. Sega's lawyers on that one. So. I know. Yeah. Um, also, last last comment here from uh, the Islanders is um, Dan's mate Bobby, the Nintendo Guru. Oh, God's sake, Bob. When asked what Sega game he would like ported across, he said none. Only people who love Sega are people with bad taste and Brits. 
Oh Jesus, that's nice, isn't so, it? That's nice, isn't He's it? He's a wonderful eh? bloke, him. It, yeah, just brings brings it down, though, doesn't he? He does bring it down slightly. He brings the rest of us down. Yeah, I mean, it, 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 there's a lot of truth to it, though. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's, it's completely accurate. I agree with everything you said. That's four Brits discussing Sega. <laughs> oh, just tell him to go and buy another Philips Hue. Go and buy another Philips Hue, Bobby. And fill your boots, mate. <laughs> Drown out your room with light. If that's what you need to do to keep yourself happy, is rip, rip into Britain. The strongest nation in the in the world, and then on top of that, fill Seems your room with light that you operate from your phone. You the, miserable, sorry, what, what criteria is it for the strongest bastard. country? <laughs> the strongest at what? <laughs> strongest nation in the world. Oh, yeah, <laughs> we've got about two weeks left, I think. So. We've got two weeks. That's all. We've Enjoy got it while it lasts. I know. I know yeah. I'll come all at right. you, Bobby. I told you this, mate. I'll come at you. <laughs> fucking about with me, dick. Oh dear! Sorry, guys. Anyway, where were we? Um, so yeah, all, thanks all to all the community for <laughs> <laughs> for your valuable input. <laughs> we appreciate you listening and tuning in. Oh god! <laughs> One of these days, I'm going to appear on this front door. I'm just going to knock and just shit everywhere, and then walk <laughs> off. The dickhead he loves it, doesn't he? Loves the controversy. He always got me right uh, riled up. We've lost Dan. Here we are. Lost yeah. It. I love it. He's got so angry. We we brought Rich on as the special Sega guest, and Dan's like <laughs> taking it personally. <laughs> yeah, I am. Yeah. Imagine if he tried right. that with like Persona or something. He could take Persona. He could do what he wants. Oh, okay. <laughs> I don't care about his opinion. He could he could throw it around anything. But you could say about my bloody house. You could talk about my missus. You could talk about anything he wants. I don't care about what he says. Do you hear that, Bobby? Just don't touch Brit. <laughs> Any time. Don't. Any place. I'll have you. Any time, mate. <laughs> Buy a Philips um, Rich, Virtua Tennis. Oh, why did I not say Virtua Tennis? No, thank you for saying that. I actually forgot to say that. Yes. So def- good. Definitely Virtua Tennis. That we need on the Switch to show Mario Aces what a good tennis yeah, game shit. should I'm be. Sorry. I'm so that disappointed with Mario I Aces. Think yeah. Once you've played Virtua Tennis, any other tennis game seems crap it sounds, it's still the best tennis game it's honestly it's an example of like gaming perfection the simplicity mm. of it how perfectly it plays the yeah. multiplayer it's just it's perfect it, it's, yeah. it is Pong with prettier graphics it's so just perfect yeah mm. um, what's the other one that springs to mind Sonic is, uh, <laughs> Sonic Adventure no I was thinking um Resident Evil Code Veronica, did you ever play that? Ooh. Yeah, I played, I actually only had the demo of that when it came out, but that was yeah. quite exciting at the time. It was it was our Resident Evel. Yeah, no one else had it yeah. until exactly. later when it went to shit. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, I wonder, with them bringing all the other Resident Evils over, I wonder if we'll get a sniff of that, maybe. That was 50 quid. Yeah, 50 quid, exactly. <laughs> there was a uh, uh, Sega, um, another sort of horror... Was it like House of the Dead or something? Yeah. Yeah, the, the light gun game. Yep, that was it. Mm. Yeah. It won't work nowadays, unfortunately. We get Typing of the Dead, though. I should do that. Typing of the yeah. Dead? Yeah. I never played that. Okay. Just what about just. Touch screen would be perfect. What about just button matching of the Dead? Mm. You can't do it with a, like, a Wii that's remote. Bayonetta. Waggle of the yeah, Dead. Yeah, that is. Yeah. Waggle of the Dead. Zing. <laughs> <laughs> So what have we actually got on the Switch at the moment? If you if you've got to scratch that Sega itch, what are we playing? What's there? What's available? 
Um, outside, I mean, just mean in terms of um, current games, modern games, or in terms of the classics? Yeah, anything. Let's just say I get the wake up one morning, go down, have a pancake, bit of honey, <laughs> bit of lemon, bit of sugar, sprinkled on top, not too much, trying to lose weight, fold it up, eat it, cup of coffee, sit down five minutes, <laughs> mid-morning matters. Keep going. Yeah, go in, <laughs> on the switch. Yeah, yeah, I'm on the switch. What? Want to buy something? You know what's what's jumping out at me? Drive to Bobby's house. Yeah, drive to Bobby's house. <laughs> do shit on his, his lawn. Yeah, shit on his lawn. Play Miss Cat. <laughs> yeah, pancakes will do that. Smash his yeah. windows. All right, yeah. okay. Just leave his well, fridge open. Be... That's all I do. Get fly arrested. Over to, fly, fly over to America. Leave his fridge slightly open. Steal his light bulb. Fly back. Done. But like Bobby, I came for you, mate. You didn't even know. I was that. I am the knight. Carry on, Rich. Are you done? <laughs> yes. God. Um, I think um, Sonic Mania is the standout, really, on the Switch at the moment. Um, not Sonic Forces. Fuck that game. Um, <laughs> it, it's one What's of those games. Difference? It's just it's it's a game made for people that like Sonic on Deviant Art. It's just it's oh. just it's, it's the creepy Sonic. Cause I'm going to make my own avatar. It's, it's my own animal name, you know, made after me. It's just it's weird. What's that? Um, Sonic Forces, you can create your own like character. So you know the, the people in Deviant Art that make like Sonic with abs and shit like that. It's 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 <laughs> yeah, it's it's a weird fantasy. I, I feel so sheltered. Yeah, Honest it's to God. horrible. Try being a Persona a fan at Comic Con. It's the most awkward thing in the world. You're just like you're trying to buy some legit Persona stuff, and it's like, oh, no, no, I, I don't want to buy that. I'll probably get divorced if I bought that. I can't buy that. That's terrible. Um, speaking of DeviantArt, and just to kind of segue this before you carry on about Sonic, <laughs> what do you think of the film? Like the, the don't, just don't, just don't, just don't, don't do it. It still hurts. Oh. <laughs> that could have been so perfect. That film, like you saw what they did with Detective Pikachu, and it's like you just had to do that. Just had to just lift him off the source material, chuck him in a film with some no-name actor. Great, but I'm more, in- I- more interested to see Jim Carrey as Robotnik. To be fair. Okay, yeah, that would have been quite good. I think it'd just be absolutely hilarious if Ryan Reynolds just voiced everything from now on. Yeah. <laughs> just everyone and everything. <laughs> even even in live yeah. action films, he still voices the main He just overdubs everyone else. Yeah, but just yeah. with his typical Ryan Reynolds attitude. He just voice like every Pokemon as well in the whole in the whole film. <laughs> it's like they all just talk in his voice. Oh, uh, yeah. I mean, Sonic. Yeah. Um, Sonic. So, do we know? You don't know who's voicing him. It's unknown, is it? Unknown it's the actor. you know the guy from um oh shit. What's his name? You know Jean Ralphio from Parks and Rec. Oh, yes. yeah, he is that good. guy Ben yeah. Schwartz. Yeah, oh, he's Schwartz. good. He's funny. Yeah, he's yeah so right. I'm fine with that. Yeah, I'm fine with that. That's a good. I choice. love Parks and Rec, so perfect. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Decent. Love that. Love that. So yeah, Sonic Mania. I bought Sonic Mania. I enjoyed Sonic Mania. Um, I did not enjoy the two-player element of Sonic Mania. Um, because it's just pointless. <laughs> I remember rightly. Just where Tails just flies off on one side of the screen <laughs> and disappears for I two n- hours. I never understood that. that you can Tails you can. Is, no, it just seems he just seems annoying, just hanging about. It sounds yeah. like well, I, I think it's the best version of the game where you can give your child a controller and let them play. Because yeah. Tails just does nothing. Good shout that. Yeah. Mm. There you go. You can have that one for free. Looks Thank so you. Try that. Yeah. <clears throat> so, uh, Sonic Mania. Anything else, Rich? 
at the moment, no, in terms of Sega output, I mean, um, I'm trying to think, were there any RPGs they've done? Yeah, they've got Valkyria well, what about I ignore those, I'm sorry. Uh, and no, no, but I want to mention <laughs> Puyo Puyo Tetris as well. Of course. Yeah, that's cool, because um, I played the demo of that and played it multiplayer online a few times. It's pretty good fun. Um, but just, it's like a weird game, because you've kind of got an RPG sort of story element going on in a puzzle game, but you've also got these two worlds of Tetris and Puyo Puyo just smashed together in a really bizarre way so you can play it where if say one of you's really into Puyo Puyo and the other one's really good at Tetris you can just play it against each other where one of you's just playing one game one of you's just playing the other um, and then it w once you get like a, a Tetris it just drops Tetris blocks into the Puyo Puyo level and, and things like that so it's it's mm. an interesting one I think it's really good fun actually and um, if you're a puzzle it's a fan, tough sell tough sell now though that um, mm. Tetris 99 is out and free. Yeah, it's it's very different to that in that that's that's just a one trick pony, and I guess that is free. Yeah. And Puyo Puyo. Whoa, 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 whoa! Easy, come on, Don't mate. You slag off. I'm Tetris not. I'm, no, no, no. I, I love that. I love all Tetris. It's great. Um, How dare you? How dare you slag off to the master Tetris. of hiding in the bushes? At Benjamin. <laughs> <laughs> Only on Tetris 99. Only on Tetris. <laughs> yeah. Disclaimer. Uh, not outside Bobby's house. No one, no. no one's doing that. No one is, Bobby. Don't that's worry. The bushes no, are sure. That's what, what the bushes we want have you got loads of shit in them. That's why. That's true. They're <laughs> <laughs> not even bushes anymore. Oh, shit. They've all withered. Yeah. All really <laughs> flourished. Should I grow? Yeah, lots of fertilizer. That's perfect. Yeah, it could happen. Um, not what I eat. But mate. yeah, <laughs> not Mark, you mentioned, <laughs> you mentioned Valkyria Chronicles, Mark. Have you played that? Or? I haven't, but spoilers for the latest um, uh, Switch Island podcast. Mm. We may have to be playing it. Oh, mm. yeah. That's all I'm saying. It's always weird when you refer to something that hasn't come out yet because this might come out <laughs> yeah. well after that yeah. comes out. That's a good point. It probably <laughs> will actually. Yeah, it, it's going to. Spoilers! Isn't it? so Remember from say, three weeks ago. <laughs> yeah, I will say uh, Pete picked Valkyria Chronicles as his switch right. pitch. What um, do you pick? It's fifty percent off at the moment. That's got to be tempting. It's only seven ninety nine. Well, that's exactly how he was, he was able to pick it because um, yeah, yeah, we've got it. Well, it's got to be below. Oh, is it half price? Yeah. Oh, okay, cool. What did you pick, Mark? What did I pick? I picked uh, Axiom Verge, and I picked nice. Firewatch. Mm, three very Ooh. different titles. Three extremely very. different. Yeah, that's going to be. Yours a close is one. quite predictable, though, Mark. Well, I was trying. I actually. <laughs> I sat there and thought, right, I'm not going to pick a Metrovania because everyone's going to bloody go on about it. But <laughs> I, and then I thought, no, I'm going to go the most Metroid-y Metroidvania ever and just go right. straight to the bullseye with, with Axiom Verge <laughs> and make yeah, these suckers play it, hopefully. Yeah. Well, uh, you know, bringing it back to Sega perspective, I hope <laughs> it's uh, I hope it's Valkyria Chronicles because I'm uh, yeah. I'm interested in that game. Actually, okay. it's a game I'm quite interested to buy as well. And I know Pete picked up the new one at the weekend. Yeah, as four. Well. Yeah, yeah. Is that four? Yeah, he picked, four? Is that yeah, the picked one? up four. So I think he's um, he's probably got his head into that over the weekend. At some point, he's probably playing it. But I, yeah, so I think so it's like a turn-based. It's like a what is that? Like a strategy combat. But with RPG overlay, like with characters and stuff, a bit Fire Emblem-y, but in like more of a war setting. Is that right? Does anyone know, know anything about it? Who are you asking? We yeah, clearly okay, didn't listen yeah, to his we pitch. We didn't listen to his pitch. It was quite a no, short pitch. No, neither of us worked. Yeah. <laughs> it was a very short pitch, wasn't it? I know. Yeah. It was, uh, well, because all the effort he put into the last one, you bastards just uh, <laughs> didn't give him a chance, did you? Yeah, the, the two if people you, that voted for him, wasn't it you, Ben? 
and then my missus voted for him. No, it, it, it was uh, it was Adrian Boredom, Stevie. <laughs> oh yeah, it was Adrian Boredom. Yeah, yeah, the two people. I know. I know. Gosh, bless. I know. Terrible. So bringing it back to Sega, uh, <laughs> didn't we have a collection recently released? What, Mega Driver Classics. There we go. There you go. Yeah, I hope yeah. I wrote a review with this. Yeah, I yeah. did. So and and, and, and also we've been talking about it on this show so far. Talking about not mm-hmm. listening to people. Carry on, mate. That's right. <laughs> <sighs> oh. Yeah, no, Rich did review it. It was a great review for us. I love how you just interrupted him. No. That, <laughs> <laughs> he was just about to talk about it. I'm sorry. Tell me how good it was. It. That is my favourite review on our site, I think. Thank you. Thank is you very much. Carry it. Yeah, it is. It is. It's, <laughs> It's so much better than all of your reviews, Ben. Mate, all right, carry my, on. My, my two-paragraph review of Mario Tennis Ace is not good enough for you. <laughs> right. Head pictures as well. Man, heavy, heavy. Come on, Rich. Come and talk about it, mate. What, how did you review it? Was it good? Yeah, I, I think I gave it... Did I give it an 8 out of 10, I believe? I'm scrolling through it now, actually. I'm going to remind myself why I scored it. I gave it an 8, actually, so, yeah. Yeah, so it was, it was a collection of the top 53 games in Mega Drive history. Were some things missing, personally? Like Sonic 3, we won't talk about that anymore. But <laughs> <laughs> um, weirdly, I don't know why it didn't have Echo the Dolphin in it. That still bothers me to this day. That's a strange decision, because Echo was such a huge title for so long as well. I, th- mm. I think I put it down. I don't know if they made the conscious decision that it's been included in other collections so many other times. They just tried to kind of rotate certain ones out and put other titles in. Mm. Strange it's on that. Mm. Very strange. Did, is uh, World Cup Italy 90 on there? Because that is a, no, that is a banger. I haven't played that since. Here. I haven't played that since. Um, yeah, the Mega Games Collection days back mm. when I had the Mega Drive originally. I love that game. I can still hear the sounds of the ball. Boom, boom. It, just, it like, just sounds like <laughs> flat, kicking a house the flattest football. <laughs> yeah. Ahead. And that whistle as yeah. well. Just uh, yeah. Brilliant. Cool. Very I'm looking cool. at the collection now. What have we got here? Let's have a look. I'm looking at the virtual shelf. <laughs> um, <laughs> also that came out while you're looking at that, didn't Wonder Boy and, and, and then obviously the, the new Monster Boy, didn't they come out on Sega originally? Or the first one did? Yeah, that was Master System games, weren't yeah, they? Yeah, I think, I think, I think sure, yeah. Wonder Boy was. Yeah. Was there a bit of a series of them on Master System? Do we know? I believe so. Okay. Yeah, I think that I can picture the box with the horrible grid graph paper that they had on every game. I love those cases. <laughs> oh, just but you do love lazy. graph paper, Rich. So. I do. <laughs> That's true. I do love a graph. <laughs> oh. <laughs> you had me a graph. Um, do we know anything about Shining Residence Refrain anyone played that one no I've heard very middling reviews about that on Radio Free Nintendo the guy said it was basically kind of a he he plays all those big like JRPGs and he said this one was just really bland right was that James it was, in fact, James, yes. Okay. James Jones. I said it like that. I don't know. Yeah. It's in constant question mode, aren't you, Mark? Can't Am help I? it. Yeah. It was, in fact, James. <laughs> well, I'm worried about at any point. You're getting so quick at Googling things now, Mark. Yeah. You could host the next real special. <laughs> How to host Excellent. a podcast. 
Um, cool. Okay, so we've kind of got to where we're up to now with Sega. So obviously, I'm a huge Persona fan. I've, I've not mentioned it before. Um, it's probably going to come at some point to Switch, um, as is quite a few other Atlas games, because they seem super keen on bringing things over. Is there any other subsidiary companies of Sega that have got any content on Switch at the moment, other than the ones that we've mentioned? Uh, well, don't they own Bayonetta? Isn't it their yes, character? Yes, that's yeah. pretty sure. I think it is. This is where they're getting all their dollar dollar yeah. bill y'all from as well. When you're mm. thinking it's uh they've got a bayonetta on there, Sonic Mania I, I mean that was in the top five for months. Remember yep. rightly on download exclusives, it was huge, but is there anything imminently coming out that we can think of? Um just just to clarify on Bayonetta. Toe Jam and L recently came out, didn't it? So yeah, that's true. Yeah, true. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Which I'm actually enjoying a lot again on Mega Drive Classics. I okay. never really played as much growing up, but I'm mm. really enjoying them now. So, oh, cool. Are you going to pick up the new one? It's got good reviews. Yeah, and no, I'm very tempted actually. I just I love how 90s those games are. Just yeah. the attitude, you know, calling each other wieners, and just it's just really charming. <laughs> it's like a be- it's like a new Beavis and Butthead sort of game. It, like yeah. you just apparently it's full on 90s as well. The new one. Mm. Yeah. Awesome! Oh, really awesome. I like it. I like it. Well, cool, guys. I think we're we're kind of up to date. I think we've spoken about what we want to speak about. Uh, Rich, you've said there's something that's middling around on Kickstarter at the moment that should, if anyone is interested in Se- C- Sega, Sega, how, how do you pronounce Sega, it? Sega, 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 however you pronounce it. Um, these Japanese car manufacturers so strange um, so there's a Kickstarter out in the wild you're interested in it? yeah there's a, um, a book coming out um, called uh, Dreamcast Year One um, basically it's an unofficial look at the launch in the first year of the Dreamcast it's by mm-hmm. a guy on t- uh, Twitter called uh, Andrew Dickinson He's trying to raise £6,000 at the moment he's actually almost halfway there okay. he's got 25 days to go so, meant to be having interviews with um, Bernie Stola. Meant to live. Then. Meant to live. <laughs> well, Twenty-five days to go. I was like, bloody hell, yeah. poor. He's in right. It's always been his dream to publish a book about the Dreamcast first year. <laughs> Just year one, one, though, Ben. We can make that happen. He's only got time for year one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was a bit dark. Oh, sorry. Well, so you said he's the got Dreamcast had a good three years. Leave it alone. No, 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 no. Yeah. The guy. <laughs> no, <it's laughs> um. Yeah, I I did have a look uh, at this myself, and uh, it looks yeah he's got quite, he's enlisted an artist to kind of do all the art. He's <laughs> <Yeah>. enlisted <laughs> an artist. To <laughs> <laughs> so it's you know it's like a real thing. Cleaning it. <laughs> I feel I feel like you were doing a better job of selling it though, Rich. It was <laughs> doing very well here. Like, so if what he needs to do is enlist a printer to do all the printing. Um, that sort of thing. He's only got twenty-five days. Man. Oh yeah, sorry, mate. Let's, sorry. Let's stop switch Isling Islanding this podcast and let's actually go back mm. to Rich. So, Rich, so what's captured your attention specifically about this guy? Has he released anything before, or is it first time um, for him? I think it's the first time for him, but it's more the fact that it's got a real um, UK slant on it. It's the European launch, so I find that. Inf- you know, infinitely more interesting than just the North American release. It's all about like UK marketing. They've mm. even got an interview with one of the guys from uh, DC UK, the old unofficial Dreamcast mm. magazine. Yeah, and that's like one of my favourite gaming magazines of all time. So that alone, I'm just yeah, I find that really. I'm just really intrigued by it. 
can you define what a UK slant is? Just for anyone listening or watching, just out of curiosity. <laughs> it's a type of a horse, isn't it? Yeah. You're ruining the Kickstarter. Come on, I'm trying to raise the world. Carry on. Sure a couple of, <laughs> couple of steroid creams for my UK slant. Um, I just, I, I don't know, I've just got an image in my head of this guy from a UK slant. Fucking hell. The Dreamcast, <laughs> fuck me. Oh, that was the nuts, mate. It was 23K. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Increased. Oh, that's brilliant. So first, oh, so, yeah, Rich, UK slant. Define yourself. Like I think now is just what's happened to Pokemon. Everyone thinks Pokemon's British now because of these two games coming out, the two new ones. Everything's yeah. gone British now. Everything's seems chavy. It's very in vogue at the moment. Yeah. It seems to be very. But popular. also, I think like there was a certain period where games journalism from this country had a kind of tongue-in-cheek hmm. uh, approach that you wouldn't get from like your official Nintendo magazine yeah. and things like that. Things like Mean Machines, Sega. Yeah, love it, all that stuff that was really UK centric and um, yeah, it, it, I don't know. It just had a, it didn't take itself as seriously what? as the as the like American game. If you remember, if, um, if you remember, is it? I think it was PC Gamer. I um, mean, like Charlie Brooker used to write for that, right? And yeah, you, you could see it then in his writing. And I remember mm. his name before it was even meant anything to me. Looking at that magazine, and yeah, it speaks volumes. I mean. But yeah, the the whole yeah, we'll say it again, UK slant. <laughs> no, it's right. But it's a nice way of thinking about it, and no one's taking a piss. But I know. Well, we're doing um, it right now. This is exactly what we're doing. Yeah, we are. The, we is. are the evolution of that. It is. If, okay, yeah. I might be putting ourselves on too high a pedestal there, but that's essentially what we're doing, right? Yeah, because you yeah. can't take it too seriously. I mean, obviously, it's a very serious thing, but I think when you're um, downtrodden and melancholic is that even the, the <laughs> correct way of putting how we it kind is, of yeah I'll go, I'll go yeah melancholic um again something else marks our pills for um but when you've got that kind of outlook i think it does come across in the kind of journalistic approach that people take but i do remember the tongue-in-cheek even the the tv shows that we had the games master tv show it's so tongue-in-cheek yeah. and so campy and it was fantastic but um and charlie brooker's a great example of um of that type, that that I don't know what would you call it. Just yeah. that snapshot of just gaming history. Um, yeah. But no, very fun. So when's so he's got twenty five days left on the Kickstarter. Just to be clear, yeah, um, he's halfway there. So what was the what's the pull if you fund or what's the you know is the tears to it or is it? Yeah, um, scrolling up now, looking at this. So yeah, one pound gets you just you know, just the pledge, a little a donation. Pound. One pound. <laughs> one pound. I'll put a UK slant on it for you. I'll put your fucking name on it, mate. <laughs> uh, uh, I saw the top tier of is um, you a can Jackson write. Michael Jackson game for a pound. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you start, Rich. The, um, hey mate, if he gives a quid, I'll put your name on it, lad. <laughs> Give you it, mate. Have you got a quid, lad? The top tier is, uh, I think it's £99 yeah. and up. And you can write an article. And then the artist that he's commissioned will do an avatar of you and you're featured in the book itself, which is pretty cool. Well, will it be better than the Switch Island avatars? 
Probably. Is that possible? Yeah, possibly. <laughs> uh, Careful, probably. Rich. Careful. <laughs> Careful, mate. You're right. Yeah. You're on the edge now, mate. You're on the edge. <laughs> we'll make one of you and then get rid of it. <laughs> We've done it before. We've done we it do before. It again. <laughs> I love how he's just a white space now. It's just we just don't yeah. like our names. Um, right. I was going um, to do it. I was just going to put a cross. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, carry on. <laughs> Sorry, what are you saying, Rich? Um, I lost track now. He was just slagging off on <laughs> Haven't avatars. we all? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Haven't we all? They're great avatars. Like, oh. Great avatars. So what? So it goes up to absolute maximum of ninety nine pounds, and you yeah. can get some sort of article in there as well. That is pretty yes. cool. Yeah. Who's that other guy? Who's like super popular? Chris Scullion. He seems to do a lot of um, Nintendo stuff, doesn't he? On the book side yeah. of things. You got anything by him, Mark? I don't think I do. No, mate. I like. I library? do like my. Um, Nintendo themed books. I'm collecting a few of them. I've got. I'm going to get. Have you got those uh, bitmap books? Got one of them, mate. History. Yeah, I've got this. Yeah, they're quite cool. They're gorgeous. Yeah, have you got one? No, but uh, you know, I'm all digital. Yeah. <laughs> no, I do like my physical books. That's um, the smell of leather, don't you, Mark? What's that, mate? <laughs> I missed that. <laughs> I didn't hear it. So you like the smell yeah. of leather? You like the smell of pages? <laughs> Yeah, I do. I like to breathe, breathe it in, uh, and the books. Um, yeah, love, love a scratch and a sniff. Um, can't remember what we're talking about. What are we talking about? I don't know. I think we should probably wrap it up though. <laughs> oh, hold on, hold on. We've got. I've got a cheeky little game for everyone. Oh, for oh bloody hell! Sonic or Shmonic? Of course I have. There we go. Yeah. Uh. No, what, the way we're going to do this. So. We're going to do a, Ma- a Mario Mario. We always do it when we get to like an hour of recording. My poor computer sounds like it's about to blow up. And then you're like, I've done a game. Oh. My child has been crying for an hour. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> My missus is in labour. Like, it's even worse. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Mark you know, comes up with, I've got... It's going to be... You know this is coming every time. Or stretch radio. I've got I've got a... Um, a version of Mario Mario for this for this episode, which I should okay. be calling Sonic or Sonic, which is a bit awkward, uh, or Schmonic. Um, uh, this one, right? The way I want this to work is I'm going to give you these um, facts. So there are four facts about Golden Axe. So this is Golden Axe or Golden Sacks. Um, I'm going to give you the Golden four. Golden Sacks. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And that's a song by the Claxons. One of them is completely fictional. So if you haven't heard this before with Mario's Mario, I read them out. The guys get to decide which of these facts is fictional. And I would like Dan and Ben to discuss it without Rich's involvement. And then I want Rich to guess separately at the end because he's our resident expert. I'm just I'm, I'm laughing my head off because I've just seen Rich like, adjust his seat in position for the first time in an hour because he's getting serious now. He's like, fuck it, I can't embarrass myself I'll, dro- I'll drop it into the Skype. This is number one. Right. Okay. Golden Axe or Scolden Sacks. Number one, the game was remade for the PS2. Number two, one of the game's rideable steeds first appeared in Altered Beast. Number three, the credits reveal the life stories of the characters, including some of the enemies. Number four, for the arcade version, the ending shows an arcade where the characters jump out of the game, run out of the arcade and down the street. And so I would like Dan and Ben to go first. 
decide on their answer and then Rich to pick his answer. Right. Uh, all right, Dan. So number one, you're you're the PlayStation boy. Any yeah. recollection of that? The game was remade for the PS2. No. But <laughs> okay. Bugger. Um, <laughs> I I feel I feel like that's quite plausible though. That one. Yeah, I believe that. That sounds right. Um, number two. One of the game's rideable steeds first appeared in Altered Beast. It's Altered Beast by the same people? Yeah, I think they're both first party Sega games. Um, and there was a lot of beasts in Altered Beast. Mm. It's, it's believable. Believable. Come on, number three. What are we thinking? Mm. Credits reveal the life stories of the characters, including some of the enemies. I mean, that was pretty kind of common as well back in the day, wasn't it? Having a, you know, at the end of like Street Fighter or something like that, it would have a few shots, and, and then Ken went off and did this, and blah, yeah. Blah. Uh, so again, I mean, all of these. This is, this is the problem with this game in itself. Yeah, they all seem quite typically with Marth. For the arcade version, the ending shows an arcade where the characters jump out of the game, run out the arcade, and down the street. I mean, that sounds the most ridiculous of all of them. But that's not to say it's the Smario. No, I'll go with the... I think we're just going to have to take a punt on this, to be honest. I think it's either going to be... I think we can negate... Which ones we I, saying? No I don't to? think I don't think it's one. No, I don't think it's one. Rideable steeds. I think that'd be too far fetched for him to make up. But he's again. I yeah. always make the joke. But with I him. can in his in. I can imagine him writing that and chuckling to himself. But it's very exactly exactly what he's right. like. And he Look would write rideable steeds Look as well. Him. Evil bastard. Exactly he He's just like, oh, it was a good games rideable steed, but it wasn't from Altered Beast, it was from Faltered Feast. <laughs> <laughs> and he did it to us yesterday. His, it was a gobshite one. Um, yeah. <laughs> okay, it, it really was as well. It was a full on gobshite one. And um, three, the credits reveal the life stories of Christ. Right, I'm going to go. You know it was as well. It wasn't a gobshite. It was. It they're was all. They're, I, I try hard. Why, what was it? I'm you not can't, going you to say, tell it to the guys, but no, you'll spoil it. I want to. I want to listen to anyway, it. Anyway, um, anyway, anyway. Just go for number three. Fuck it. Yeah, I'll go three. Do three. Come on. Rich. Rich. I'm pretty sure straight out of the gate it's four. Whoa. I mean, yeah. Actually, yeah. Four sounds. Because <laughs> I remember playing. Even on the Mega Drive, I remember oh. at the end seeing the little blurbs at the end about the characters, and I, that right. jumped out at me straight away. Two. Not two, sorry, three. I remember, pretty okay. sure. If it, if, it, if it is three, then Christ, that's egg on my face. But <laughs> can we actually throw an egg at your face at EGX? Is that? Mm. Please do. Right, so that's <laughs> locked in. So, the boys, the non, oh, the non Sega boys are picking four, and oh no, sorry, Rich is picking four. No, 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 four. Come no, we picked four. One job. Is on. everyone going for four? <laughs> no, no, no we, we, we went for three. three. We went for. Three. Oh yeah, okay, all right, all right. I will start with number one. The game was remade for the PS2. That one is a fact. It was, in fact, with upgraded graphics and sound. Mm. I had no idea about that. Have you? You've seen that, Rich? Have you? 
I remember that, yeah. Didn't play it, but I remember when it came out. Would you pick it up now if you got a PS2? Uh, yeah, why not? Okay, Just sell cool. it to me. <laughs> uh, that, was the, that, was, that was the shortest Switch pitch ever. It exists. <laughs> um, Thanks, Mark. No worries, mate. Uh, num- <laughs> number two, one of the game's rideable steeds first appeared in Alter Beast. That is, in fact, also true. Okay. Um, they were called Ooh. Bizarians, apparently, and the one that appears in both is a cockatrice, just like a weird legged cockerel thing. Um, but you can ride it, apparently. <laughs> in Ultra Beast, it's there, and then you can ride it in um, in Golden Axe. Number three, the credits reveal the life stories of the characters, including some of the enemies. Is the fiction? Oh, the non. Yeah. Why did I remember that? No, what you remember it because oh. I've twisted what? the real answer. So the real what? answer is Bastard. you Amazing. could you can read the height. And weight of the enemies. Yes. Only. In, in Dan, we brought him down. Shit. Take that. On the Sega Who are the Sega experts Smash now? Mouth. Yeah, and number four, the arcade version does show an ending, and you can I looked it up on YouTube just to check where they all run out of the game and run down the street when you complete it. See what I mean? I told Amazing. you it'd be gobshitey, but Rich, mate, we got to throw an egg in your face at EGX. Yes, but bring, bring some fire as well. Rich but. has got a chance. <laughs> Rich has got now a quick chance to bring it back because I've got a second one for Golden Axe or Golden Sax. <laughs> of course you have. Yeah. Fact yeah. number one. Goldman Smith. Goldman Sachs. <laughs> yeah, Goldman Sachs. Yeah. Uh, number one. <laughs> the game was in. Oh, I'll drop this one in. Sorry. Well, Number that's one. the Harry Potter porno, isn't it? The Golden Snake. <laughs> <laughs> you thought oh. that was bad before I came up with one in my head. Switching a tent. <laughs> oh, would have been quite good, but just me. That's pretty good. It's fine. Um, the game right. was inspired by Conan the Barbarian. Number two. At the time, Capcom accused Sega of copying its game Final Fight. Number mm-hmm. three. The game's project leader once said... Quote, if I could, I would vote for Gandalf as president, unquote. And fact number four, Sega considered three-player co-op, but were limited by the processing power. Again, the same format. So, number one, inspired by Conan the Barbarian. Well, it is. It's very Conan-y. You know what? I wouldn't... That's exactly the type of one that he would do. So I think we should just lock that one in now and just go with that. Because he's he's that much of a dick. <laughs> honestly, honest to God, that this I is all just mark be- like a fucking leather book. Um, okay, number two, Ben, come on, talk it through. Uh, at the time, Capcom accused Sega of copying its game Final Fight. I think Final Fight came out after this. Okay. Ooh. Um... So okay, <laughs> three. Yeah. The game's project leader once said, "If I could, I would vote for Gandalf as president." I don't doubt that, but again, he'd be like, uh-huh, "Actually, it was if I could, I would vote for Aragorn as president." <laughs> My name's Mark. Yeah. <laughs> I reckon. I think that one's true. Yeah, potentially. Yeah. And the number yeah. four, mate. Uh, Sega considered three-player co-op, but were limited by the processing power. Yes, stupid, yeah, stupid phrasing. Mm. Yeah, it's, it's poorly written, isn't well, it? I considered um, buying an Aston Martin, but <laughs> sadly. Yeah, I mean, the only thing they, 
you know, maybe they considered four-player co-op, and Mark's just changed that mm. number. Yeah, that's possible. But I think that's, I think two and four are the most plausible. Mm-hmm. I've just got a feeling Final Fight um, came out after this. Mm. I feel like Final Fight is a newer game. But yeah, I'm happy. I don't, I, I don't know with one, but let's go with two then. If you want to go with two. I hate making the final call on this, so um, yeah, if you want to go with two. <laughs> <laughs> you put it on down now, that's it. amazing. We've, we've done two. Yeah. Okay, okay two Rich. is locked in. Rich. It's locked in. Which one? <laughs> we can't lose, we can only draw. I'm, two in between, I'm torn between two and three. I'm actually not sure, 100%. Uh, oh, the tension. I think that's that, that, uh, who wants to be a millionaire music. <laughs> Dan, where's your a cappella or whatever it's called thing that you did with Pete? Oh, yeah. I'm trying to find that on Spotify. Oh, come oh, on. Okay. Maybe, Dan, if we just gradually lean closer towards the camera as this is happening. <laughs> just widen your eyes. <laughs> Which is it going to be, Rich? I'm going to go for. I'm going to go for three. You sure? Locked yeah. in. All right. Okay. Do these um, in reverse order. Okay. Sega considered three-player co-op, but we're limited by the processing power. So the reason that's a thing, and it's not just ridiculous, is because there are three main characters, and people at the time were asking, apparently, according to an article, a lot of people were asking, why won't, Why didn't you just make it three-player co-op for the arcade? Right. Um, so all three of them could play. But nope, okay. they would. They couldn't, because the arcade, then they couldn't have had like any enemies on the screen at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> which would have been a great game you know very easy yeah. more like a Kirby game um, mm. number three the game's project leader once said if I could I would vote for Gandalf as president he did actually say that so that is true the Ooh. other inspiration for the game um, was Lord of the Rings and mm. the other inspiration was Conan the Barbarian so that one is true oh meaning number Get two and Dan, oh. uh, Ben, you nailed it straight out the gate, mate. Yeah? Yep. Uh, well done, mate. It came out before... It came, Golden Axe came out before Final Fight, so it's impossible Ooh. that they would have be, been able to accuse them, and that's why I switched it around. Amazing. Nice one, guys. Got it. Oh, wow. Wow. <laughs> that was wow. Dan, that was, uh, what a performance that <laughs> was. Uh, sorry, Rich. I, I, I actually feel, feel terrible, though. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I feel awful as well. I'm so sorry. Oh, God. Yeah, He's we probably start not a fan of this game for Rich's credibility. He's got 25 days of credibility <laughs> left. <laughs> With your help, mate. How does it feel, Rich? You smiling there? <laughs> oh. yeah, it feels feels great. Yeah, you should feel fine. Oh, if no. anything, mate, because, yeah, you 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 made us prep this well, but yeah. Oh, it's awkward, but I don't know where we're going to go with it now, other than the fact that Mark's put the camera up to his face and looked like a floating head. <laughs> fantastic. I'm sorry. Yeah. I just um, I feel a bit bad for Rich, but then he has been mm. getting a lot of the Nintendo ones right, so maybe secretly, mm, yeah. deep in his heart, he is more of a Nintendo fan after all. Because oh, well, he's got more fan. The, the moral maybe, of the story. Yeah, that's the moral of the story. Or yeah. he just doesn't like Golden Axe. Hmm. 
Could Golden Axe was like the first game I ever completed, so I should know that game. <laughs> when we've, when heart, we've tested like Pete with Star Fox, he he didn't get that right. Like it, there's there's a difference between loving a game and being like knowing about it. So mm. Mm. you can love it too much, the the logic goes out the window. <laughs> Yeah, no, it's more dangerous as well because the closer you are to knowing the game, the easier it is for me to trick you. I'm trying to rationalise it, it's okay. Yeah, 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 it's I, okay. I blew it, it's fine. <laughs> right. Okay, all right. Well, I think that was um, that was enjoyable. Thank you for sorting that, Mark. I'm oh, sorry, guys. Oh, I feel you. bad. No, 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 it's <laughs> fine. It's okay. No, it was it's good fun. fun. I, I hope you enjoyed it. Right, well, we're rocking up to one hour and 17 minutes, so... Uh, I shall wrap us up unless there's anything else anybody would like to finish on at all. Obviously I think like we should thank, thank Rich for uh, being our special guest for this episode. Yeah. Well, we'll do thank that in a minute. In the class. Oh, sorry, mate. Fucking hell. Bloody hell. <laughs> Tell you what, let's. I think we can all agree. Let's give Sega a round of applause, guys, because they're the winners here. <laughs> and it's I just not, read not the console business enough, but hey. <laughs> no. No, 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 no. <laughs> wow. they, did you read today about them potentially collaborating with Google? Yeah. I'm glad that controller's fake, by the way, because that was terrible. Was it fake? Okay. Oh, thank God yeah. for that. Oh, phew. Okay, it's yeah, like 2014 or something. It was some, like, um, mock-up. Oh, got... God. Yeah, it was awful. Yeah, it was dreadful. Dreadful. So what, the collabing with Google? There's rumours. Yeah, so mm-hmm. Sonic, well, only on Google now. Difficult first album. That'll be fun. Um, okay, well, guys, I've been at DannyWard2707. Ben, you have been... At Benji Kong. At Benji Kong with that fantastic webcam. Beautiful, mate. Absolutely beautiful. Can see every hair on that face of yours. Speaking of hairy faces, Mark, where where can we find you this week? Uh, at Smart Twitter. Of course you can. If you if you want to. Yeah, it's fine. It's okay. And uh, obviously thank you big time. This is where we say thank you, Mark. Just you know, okay, I know yeah. I know it's a learning curve for you, mate, but that's where we say thank you to Rich. Um, sincerely, mate, and Pete and I have always been super grateful for the fact that you, you were there from the off, um, goading us along and, and, and being Mark chirpy all the way. Yeah, no. <laughs> that's, why I, that's why I wanted to Mark humiliate him like this. Yeah, that's exactly <laughs> the point. <laughs> so, well, just another listener, doesn't it? It's even terrible now. Um, but yeah, sincerely, jokes aside, I know we've wound you up tonight, but thank you very much for being, being with us. Um, and you are first islander which is always a nice thing to say um, and he's going to be on the desert island soon i think is that right well, ben? if you don't fuck it up again or he mate. or he was on desert island yeah i was gonna bring golden eggs with me but that's fine <laughs> <laughs> yeah have a have a rethink just chucked in the scene now hunting mark down next um but yeah but thank you very much for being on mate appreciate that yeah, thank you for having me Damn right, damn right. Right, we'll be in the Switch Island. Uh, if you like us, you can go over to the YouTube, which is youtube.com forward slash some letter and then forward slash Switch Island. I can't remember, but if you put in Switch Island Nintendo in the search bar, you will more than likely find us. Uh, alternatively, go to our Twitter, which is at Switch underscore Island. You will almost certainly be able to find all of our links there. You'll be able to see uh, Benji's bald head on there as well. Follow him. He does a, a series called uh, Attack the Backlog. Is that correct? Mm. Right? And what are you attacking at the moment, mate? Uh, I'm currently attacking Bastion, which is a phenomenal game. And you should all go and buy it. Gorgeous Instantly. looking game. Yeah, so good. Stunning so. looking game. Um, and Mark, you, what do you do at the moment? Are you doing anything? I've just been uh, <laughs> attacking logs outside. Yeah, of course you have. <laughs> Fucking I, I just hell. 
Yeah, I've just ins- I, I like because I'm. Is that Dan pooing in your bushes as well? <laughs> 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 it's Bobby. I'm always inspired by uh, everything Ben does, like rapping and attacking logs. So I've been attacking trees all over the place. Course you off, mate. Course you off. And uh, obviously, if you want to find us, you can go over to the website, which is Mark. Uh, www.switchisland.co.uk. Wonderful. And what was the last review we popped up on there? We've got thoughts on Observer, and we've got Desert Island Cartridges Episode 7 currently. But um, we've got a new one coming out soon, I believe, Ben. Is that right? Uh, what? A new review or a new uh, Desert Island? New Cartridges? Desert Island. Uh, we do. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, we do. But I don't know when this is coming out. Oh, that's true. It's likely to be out, so, I think. But anyway. Yeah. There's always um, going to be new ones. Yeah, there will be new ones coming out. We haven't cancelled it. <laughs> Despite the rumours you've heard, we haven't cancelled it. What a way to break it to me. Oh, live on air. Cruel. Sorry, Cruel. Ben. The time has come, my friend. Well Mark. <laughs> yeah. Ugh. This is going to come back in the tribunal. What about the, the P word? Well, this is it. I was going to say, damn, Patreon. By the time this is out, yeah. that will be live. It talk will. about it. Yeah, talk about it. So we've got four different tiers world one world two world three world four um essentially what you get from world one two three and four it's just a scaling amount of content which we're going to make exclusive however kind of following in other internet personalities footsteps like kind of funny and a lot of the ign stuff it's not going to be behind too much of a paywall so all the content's still going to be available to everyone uh, albeit maybe a little bit later or albeit just in maybe podcast form and we'll keep the video stuff over on over on Patreon for people. Um, but, you know, Ben and I, on one of the tiers, can produce a song for you on your birthday. Uh, alternatively, if you really want to go for the ultimate tier, like, we'll do a Desert Island cartridge with you. So we are pimping out the island for your favourite game to try and get on there. That can be private or public, whatever you want it to be. Um, we're looking at modding controllers for you. We're looking at... Um, we're doing no, that's, that's, that's a big one. That's, that's a that huge is one. a big one. Getting a custom, f- a custom oh. Switch Island Pro controller. Yeah. Absolutely. Yes. I've got I the know, gear. I, I went out to B&Q today. I bought all the paint. I'm going to try my first one because we've still got the offcuts from the previous Switch Pro controller. But we will buy you the controller, then mod it, then send it over to you. Um, with God our knows custom. what that's going to look like. I'm, yeah. I'm a little bit worried about what design Dan's going to put on that. So You have to wait for that because yeah. uh, I'm pretty sure it'll be fine. And hopefully the paint won't come off in your hands. Um, but yeah we've got loads of custom tiers we're actually working with a, an artist at the moment to do a couple of other exciting things but we won't tell you about that yet until we and get I'm it and am I right in thinking is the artist doing the art he actually is, is right? doing the art it's not cleaning okay, the kitchen yeah. this time right, yeah. Um, but yeah we're super stoked about it it was super fun and it's something we've kind of been toying around for a while um, Dr. Fact kind of put in to the Patreon without even us knowing the other day and went in and started uh, chipping away in there so thank you very much dude how the hell you mm. found us I'm not too sure he said he did a bit of Cluedo work from seeing it in the uh, in our Discord plugged to the Discord sticky um, and then finding it through there and then finding us on Patreon and donating us to us so we all had a little bit of a freak out yesterday and we're high five and going oh shit we've actually got to go and do this now uh, so <laughs> super cool it launches Monday the 11th of March so if you listen to this uh, post that then you know it's, it's on there patreon.com forward slash switch island I think I think it's pretty straightforward, but we're super happy about it. Hopefully, you know, we get a couple of people in there. It'll uh, it'll help us out, and we can start doing some more 
more lucrative giveaways as well so um yeah and the, yeah. the main idea as, as well as like giving back to everyone the main idea for us is to be able to um have the resources to create more and better content for you guys as the, the listeners and viewers as well so it, it's all a big circle of, of love for nintendo and, and talking to each other about it so yeah absolutely Absolutely. So if you like that, so www.switchisland.co.uk, you can find all the links through there. Rich, thank you so much again for listening through this garbage. Uh, thank you. <laughs> ben, Mark, it is always a pleasure, gents. Ooh,